0: Welcome to Doctor Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master's Tour caster, Dragonrider. And you know her, you love her, it's Smarms. How are we all doing tonight, ladies?
1: (laughs) Excited to talk about, you know, just a billion cards so should be fun yeah no kidding a lot (laughs) so we'll
0: just we'll just get down to it um so this will be a two-part series we are going to cover uh death knight through uh paladin this week next week we will cover the other five classes plus neutrals and we will be rating them on a scale dragon rider you want to tell them about that scale
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the scale is the same one that you might have uh, seen around in the community from Coin Concede. And it goes from a one to six. One being very bad, like not played, not used. Two being pretty fringe. You might see it in a deck or two. Uh, Three is like a strong card or maybe a key support in a few different decks. Fours are very strong, good in several decks Uh, maybe even kind of make a deck actually viable or work five are format defining even more so to the extent of making a certain deck work potentially Uh, like I mean Zephyrus or something right the Highlander decks that was very format defining Um, Renathal format defining and then that you know uh, coveted number like six rating O-P-A-F, please nerf. Those like super overpowered, we think they need to be nerfed kind of cards. Always curious to see how many of those we have. But uh, that is going to be our scale and our rating system that we're going to use. Okay. All right. Well, then let's just dive into it. And first up, we have
0: Death Knight. And we start with the legendary minion Cagehead, which is an 8 mana, 2 unholy rune, 5 mana, or 5 five one death rattle summon a nine nine blight boar with charge and taunt and he is undead and the blight boar is a nine mana uh undead beast with charge and taunt um i gave this a two it feels like a lot of work (laughs) to to get this on the board and then it has to die i know there's ways to make it die and like there's ways, but like it doesn't seem to like jive with what Unholy's doing right now. So I gave it a two.
1: Um, you know, just starting off strong with me overranking things like always, I gave it a four. Um, just because there are quite a few ways in my mind to like kill uh stuff on board if you're a death knight. So, you know, like with like the location, for example, but um I can also see it is quite expensive for what it is, but uh, I liked it. So I gave it a four.
2: (laughs) Well, I also gave it a two like Kat did. I think it's pretty fringe and probably only goes in like the one kind of deck where you have unholy and then you want to be maybe doing death rattle stuff. But I can definitely see your point of view, which like, I kind of had a hard time rating this one because if you can draw it, if you can get it to work, that 99 nine charge is going to be really impactful especially if you can copy the death rattle and or like bring it back or do something right so yeah. it could make its own archetype but i think it'll be a little bit more fringe and kind of like a little supporty in something i mean like unholy right now we don't say is like a marogar deck you know marogar is just kind of a filler in there um and i kind of get the same vibe from this but we'll see it's a pretty neat thing that i don't think we've seen before so we'll see
0: okay okay and then up next we have uh climactic necrotic explosion and this is a 10 mana spell that requires one blood one frost and one unholy so the rainbow uh life steal it has life steal deal five damage summon two one one souls random or randomly improved by corpses you've spent so it says cannot be randomly generated or discovered all four numbers increase separately number of souls can't go over seven so obviously you can't generate more souls than you have space on the board for um and uh yeah i it's a 10 mana spell and i don't know that it like particularly ends the game i guess it could depending on what it does but i gave i gave it a uh i gave it a three i am unsure just because of the rune requirement and like how things change randomly because you could just all go to health on the souls you know so i feel like it might be lower just because it's so much mana and very random
1: So I also gave it a three. I think it's one of those things that I am very hopeful for it, but not necessarily sure it's ever going to pan out. Um, Like considering the number of souls you tend to go through, like, or uh, corpses, um, I feel like it could have the potential to get like rather big, but then again, you're right. It is a 10 cost, not a lot of like really obvious ways to make it the cheapest thing in the world. Um, So I'm hopeful, but like, not actually planning on it panning out.
2: Yeah, I gave it a two. I'm, I'm not really sold on it either. I mean, I think if this were like, improved by corpses you've gained, who then we'd be talking, you know, like, okay, like, give me this card, but corpses you've spent, you know, then it, it means that you have to also play cards in your deck that use corpses it means you have to be using the corpses throughout and I think for most of the um, decks that we've seen so far for Death Knight I don't think that they're really using their corpses like that much Um, so this is going to be one that You know, you really have to set up for and really have to have a lot of support within the deck. And since it is that rainbow, as Kat said, that one of each, you can't even put things like, you know, Marogar or something in there that is a multi, you know, single colored rune because it doesn't fit in that deck. So I think it's going to take a lot of setup. Um, It seems like it could be really powerful when you get it off, but... You have to do a lot of setup, and you have to draw it, and it's only a one of in the deck. So I'm not fully convinced on it yet.
0: Okay, next up we have an epic undead minion, five cost Bone Shredder. It is a five four battle cry, Spend five corpses to trigger and gain the Death Rattle of a random friendly minion that died this game. Triggers and death ra- uh, triggers the Death Rattle immediately and gains it, but it's random. So unless Cagehead's the only one that died this game, it, it might not really be all that worth it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like I, I just don't think it's that good. So I gave it a two.
1: So I gave it a three. I kind of agree, like because it does seem like the linchpin is that you want uh, Cagehead to be like the one going off. But that costs eight. So like with a lot of these things, you're planning on going, what, to like turn 14, 15 to try to like make all these things work together. And so, um, yeah, I'm just really unsure about it.
2: Uh, I've bounced between a two and a three on this one. Like I kind of had it as a three, but I I think I'm just going to put it as a two because also I don't think it goes in that many decks. It probably only goes in like one or two decks, not really a ton um, because it is. You know, requiring you to spend corpses and have that death rattle. To me, this one kind of feels like that warlock uh, reanimator card Mm -hmm. that, you know, resummons something that had died. And I'm guessing you're probably going to put this in a deck similar to that fashion where you only have, you know, a certain number of death rattle things that you're looking for. I have theorycrafted a like naval mine and the brittle skin zombie that deals damage. When it dies, if it's your opponent's turn uh, and cage head type of death rattle deck. So we'll see if that's enough. But I mean, there definitely could be some uses for it, but it feels pretty fringe.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay. And then the other epic minion is one blood room. It is screaming Banshee. It is a five mana three six undead that has life steel after your hero gains health summon a soul with that much attack and health cares about gaining health not healing vampiric blood works so if you play this and play vampiric blood then all of a sudden you get um you heal or you create a 1010 if you can um generate you know pay the corpses so i
2: think would it trigger or two five two five five or yeah. two? Oh yeah you're right think, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it would trigger two five but still five, yeah it would two. even at, if you're at full health it'll go off is you know like something like that right you're saying mm-hmm. so even yeah. if you played this you're at full health vampiric blood like yeah it wow
0: yeah so i mean that is certainly interesting and like i think it's it has potential there but it, it just I, I don't know it requires a lot of setup and I guess maybe blood might want to do this but so I gave it a two I am unsure on this one
1: so I gave it a four just because like it is kind of something that blood does already want to do um and you know it cost five and vampiric blood is two two maybe who knows um it's two so yeah like Okay, by that point in time, like, you should have a reasonable amount of, like, corpses to spend for vampiric blood, like, turn seven, so you could play it all in the same turn. That way you're, like, not risking your minion being out there exposed. Um, I like it, but I am also optimistic, eternally optimistic about these cards. This is one for me, but, like, this is... Probably the biggest
2: card in the whole set that is either it will be amazing or it will be complete garbage. <laughs> and I don't know which way it's going to go. I put it as a four as well um, because I think that there's a lot of cases for doing this. And honestly, it has lifesteal itself. So if, you know, even if you play this, your opponent doesn't remove it, it can attack and then you get a 3-3 with it. Like, sure. Um, I th- I feel like we've seen some cards before that, created other bodies when you did something and those weren't played but also just the lifesteal and the amount of things that like blood has specifically blood has for healing it might be okay but yeah i i'm optimistic on it but we'll see
0: okay then we have arcanite ripper um it is a three mana three two weapon Rattle, summon a life steal one one life steal undead. dead change your health on your turn well equipped to improve so every time you change your health it gets plus one plus uh plus one plus one um it's a three mana three two weapon and it's a blood and blood doesn't run a lot of weapons anyways so like eh, seems all right so i gave it a three
1: Uh, for the first time ever I'm going with a two it's probably because I don't know how to use weapons that well but like it just didn't you know looking at some of the other effects where like uh doing something during the time it'll tend to like improve more than one thing or just one area and so like that's why I was just like yes it is summoning something big and so maybe I did underscore it but it's also not exciting so therefore it gets a two in my mind
2: I gave it a two as well. I'm not sure how to rate this one because it's like the three mana, three attack two durability seems great, but it does have that one blood rune requirement. Uh, The changing your health means up or down. So you could like hit into a minion or something with this weapon. And then that decreases your health. So that would, you know, make this improved and then you could heal and that would improve it again. Um, But I don't know. I've, If this had, like, lifesteal and rush, yes. I just want things that, like, impact the board. That's fair. I don't know how consistently that will do it. So, it's it's like, maybe it's a thing. So, I gave it a two.
0: Okay. Then we move to a uh, rare spell, Death Growl. It is a one-mana spell uh, with a one unholy requirement. Uh, Choose a minion. Spread its death rattle to adjacent minions. Um, that's just seems good. Like, really, I feel like it's good no matter how you slice that. So, like, um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so I gave it a three. It's cheap. It does something uh, pretty efficiently. And I feel like it has a use. So, yep, I'm sticking with the three.
1: So I gave it a four just because... Like you said, you know, most of the time when you're playing a death rattle, you know, even if it's not the most expensive death rattle in the world, having two other minions have that one as well is kind of great. So it's a four for me.
2: Oh, we are all over on this one. I gave it a two. <laughs> um I, I feel like it's a little bit more fringy. You're probably only playing it with death rattles. Like I don't think you're just including it in like any deck that has at least one unholy rune. I feel like you really have to make sure you have those death rattles and it also does require you to have multiple bodies on the board to spread the mm-hmm. the death rattle too. So it also feels like it kind of has that requirement. Um so I'm just going for two.
0: Okay. All right. And then we move to Death Metal Knight. It's a 3 mana, 3/4 three, undead, two blood runes required. It has taunt and cost health instead of mana if your hero was healed this turn. I, okay, <laughs> I, I just, I don't like this at all. I gave it a two.
1: Um, So I also gave it a two just because you're right. It's expensive for what it is. And particularly if it's taking away health, that just seems terrible.
2: Oh man, I can't believe you two. We're both so high on this card. <laughs> this is a one. It's so bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> I fair. Yep. I just I can't. I'm like, but why? That
1: that meme. just but but why? <laughs> I'm glad we all hate this card and like watch it be like meta defining, just like out of nowhere. But, like somebody you know, figured out a way to break it.
2: Wouldn't it be Maybe. the
0: first time? So Yeah,
1: it, it'll happen. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. Then we have our commons. We have Hardcore Cultist. It's a three mana, two one undead battle cry, deal two damage, finale to all enemies. So, finale. Um, this also has one Frost Rune. And I feel like this fits into Frost very well. If you play it on turn three, that's awesome. And like it helps control the board, it pushes damage face. I think this is what. Uh, a fairly decent card that frost wants to see so i'm gonna give it a three
1: uh so i gave it a four just once again um i really like its effect to deal uh you know widespread damage and yeah it just kind of seems like it'd be good
2: I gave it a three as well. I Yeah, I like it. Dealing two damage directed wherever you want and potentially being able to do an AoE to everything, including the opponent's face, seems solid.
0: Okay, then we have a three mana spell, one blood ruin requirement. Um, give four random minions in your hand, plus two, plus two, swaps each turn. And the other one is dis, uh, dissonant metal. Give two minions in your hand plus four plus four, so either four minions plus two plus two or two minions plus four plus four. I I gave it a two. I would probably want to rate this higher if it wasn't have if it was like unholy or um frost, but blood tends to be more controly and like this feels like an aggressive card. So yeah, I say it is a two.
1: Uh, that's totally fair. I went the opposite end. I was very excited about it, so I give it a 5. Um, I like how it's got different effects, and I'm gonna be honest, I know myself well enough to know some of it is my excitement about the function of how the spell works, but it just seems super fun. I I like this card a
2: lot as well. I gave this a 4. Um, I think the lifesteal minions that could potentially get buffed off of this is going to make me hate playing against some like blood <laughs> decks. You know, if, uh, if, especially it hits the four plus four plus four onto something like No muncher and then they play a big old buffed up No muncher that's clearing my minions or hit me in the face for a bunch and they're healing for a bunch. I'm not gonna be very happy, but I, I think it's pretty solid. I like the um, harmonic and dissonant uh, effects.
0: I'm unsure how I feel about them, so... Okay, last card we have is a location, which is the Mosh Pit. Uh, It's a two-mana location, two durability. Spend three corpses to give a friendly minion reborn. I give this a four. This is a phenomenal ability on a location for a pretty reasonable cost, and it can go in every deck, so, like... It doesn't need to just do something with a death rattle. Like it is it just feels really solid across the board, and I like what it does, so I gave it a four.
1: So I also gave it a four. Honestly, maybe I would have given it higher in my own ranking system, but um it seems great. Uh Death Knight locations are so good. And so um I think it's really fun. Have we like
2: agreed across the board on anything yet I don't know because I don't like this one <laughs> I give this a 2 I don't know like for me I'm like why do you want to spend corpses to get reborn I, it, I feel like the reborn has to be on very specific things like because if you're playing like unholy you probably don't want to play this right like an arms dealer maybe do you want to spend 3 corpses to give like a little 1-2 reborn that feels weird I don't know. So I'm just, I'm unsure. I think it maybe can fit somewhere, but I think you have to have a, like, good things that you want to reborn. But maybe just the value of having an extra body will be better than I think.
0: Okay. That's Death Knight. So Dragon, or excuse me, Smarm's is going to do Demon Hunter.
1: All right, so our first Legendary is um, Going Down Swinging. It's a five mana spell. Uh, give your hero plus two attack and immune this turn. Then attack each enemy minion. Um, still uses up weapon durability as it goes. I gave this a three. Um, you know, sometimes, like, when Demon Hunter is able to attack a ton, it's great. But, like, this seems very expensive for what could be a small effect i gave it a
2: one <laughs> i hate it okay like maybe i'm underrating it but i don't know i just i i want this to also hit face i wish it would say then attack each enemy I, like if it could go but maybe that would be too strong but i'd like it to go face and i think to attack the immune is great but to attack into some minions like it feels like you will have to have some weapons and stuff equipped to really actually make use of clearing things, or you'll have to do this plus some other spell to clear things and I don't know. With also with Kurtris leaving uh standard, you know, the added attacks, that's what you would want Kurtris for. You know, or like right, you'd use this and attack like five enemy minions and then you get Kurtris down the next turn with big demons or something coming out with rush. That would be great. But without that, I'm just I'm I'm not sure where this goes.
0: That's fair. I gave it a two. I I don't know, but I I don't know. It didn't seem like it seemed like something someone might want to use, so I gave it a two.
1: <laughs> All right. So, our next legendary is um, Helvaria Dark Raven. It's a four mana, four three. Uh, rush, after a friendly rush minion attacks, give your minions plus one attack. I gave this a two. It doesn't seem like that sticky on the board, and therefore, like its effect isn't going to be around terribly long.
2: Um, yeah I gave it a two as well. I I know the we're recording this as the uh theorycraft streams have been going on and so far there's been some like clips of this being absolutely nutty but I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced yet that it's that it is that good. Um you really it feels like another card that you really have to have a setup for. Uh you only get the buffs after a rush minion attack, so you have to also be attacking with other rush minions and Then if you're wanting to, like, attack with Rush Minions and hit face with something else that's on the board, like, it just keeps adding up to what, you know, how many things you have to have on the board to try to do some, like, lethal with this. So I I think it'll be in something, but I'm not sure it's, like, the end-all, be-all, like, some amazing, like, game-ender. So it's a two for me.
0: I gave it a one. It just (laughs) feels like... uh, (sighs) It doesn't seem to do anything in my mind. Like it just does not like do very much. And like it it's a four mana four three with rush, which I guess is okay, but like it doesn't I don't know, it just doesn't do anything for me. So um yeah, I gave it a one.
1: We all seem to not like the legendaries in Demon Hunter. Alright, so for our first epic um we've got eye of shadow it's a two mana two three your hero has lifesteal i give this a three it does seem like it would have you know some uses sometime particularly like if you play it when your hero is immune but like once again it's a small body so you're really only getting its effect for one turn essentially so i don't think it's fantastic
2: Yeah, I gave it a two. I'm not super, like, excited about this one. There might be some cases, but I feel like either, yeah, you have to, like, set this up and then use something like the going down swinging, like you mentioned, or you have to, you know, build up a huge attack or something. And I just, I don't know if that's something that we're really doing. And... I never have been a huge fan of the cards that have this like aura type effect that have to stay on the board. Um, so, yeah.
0: I gave it a. I'm sorry. I gave it a two, um, or a three. It gives your it gives you life steal. So, like, and you're going to be attacking. So, I feel like there's going to be some use for it, regardless. I don't necessarily know what it that that is going to be, but I feel like you can find a use for it. So like to me, it seems like it has some upside to it. So yeah, I gave it a three.
1: Okay, so our next epic is Instrument Smasher. It's a four mana, three, six. Whenever your weapon is destroyed, equip a random demon hunter weapon. I give this a two um, because it has to be out when your weapon is destroyed right and then it's also just a random one it's not like any particular one or one that like is more expensive so it just didn't seem terribly exciting to me i gave it a one yeah i don't
2: i don't really like it it feels like a lot of setup it has to be out on the board again kind of like you mentioned with some of the other ones it's like you have to play this at the same time and you're really probably only getting one effect Unless you're doing some huge late game thing with, like, this and going down swinging. And it's like, is that really what we want to be doing? Yeah, I'm not convinced.
0: I agree with that. I am not convinced on it either. I give it a 1. It just It's a 4-mana 3-6, which I guess is okay. But, oh, huh, huh, does not feel worth the cost of admission. I will say that. So...
1: All right, so we're moving on into the rare. Our first one here is Glavitar. Um, it's a four mana, four two weapon. Um, death rattle, draw one card, play outcast cards while equipped to improve. Um, like it improves the number of cards drawn. I gave this a four, potentially just for its name and it's like bitchin' art, um, but. <laughs> I kind of like it while also knowing it's like not game changing in any way. All right. I will say I gave this a four as well, but I
2: (laughs) don't like the outcast stuff. I'm not convinced outcast demon hunter is going to be a thing and like generating a whole bunch of outcast stuff. I'm not convinced on that, but I think this in itself is pretty good, especially in this four set meta where we're going to have fewer cards and stuff for demon hunter and a four attack weapon that at least gets you one draw seems pretty sweet
0: yeah i gave it a four as well just because yeah at very least it's a four it's an eight attack and it draws a card it's a four two for its white. you know uh champion the the paladin sword i, I forgot what that oh white, uh, true silver champion there we but go true
2: silver yeah, yeah okay
0: <laughs> So that's what that was, yeah. Um. So that that gives me like, that's what that reminds me of. So like, okay, I'm I can get behind this. This is a concept that I feel like has some merit. So, yeah, I like it as a four.
1: It's our first like everybody yeah. agrees rating. <laughs> we had the Very same exciting. number. <laughs> we did it. Um. All right. So our next um uh rare is rush the stage it's a three mana spell draw two rush minions they cost one less i put this at a four knowing that that's maybe a bit too much considering like you're gonna have to get all this rush stuff working in conjunction in order for this to be worthwhile but it's an absolute necessity in a deck like that
2: i gave it a three i think it's pretty solid um i like that it's kind of drawing you something specific, right? It's kind of that tutor effect. Uh, and it's it does make them cost less, which is also nice. I think some similar cards have been used in other classes, and I think this could be the case. I'm not exactly sure which rush minions you're using, because, again, I'm not convinced on the legendary, but there's some other ones. or I even want to use this with just the uh, the big 8-8 Illidari guy. Then oh, has yeah. Rush and in- then, Inquisitor. yeah. Inquisitor. Inquisitor, yes. Yeah. So it's like, I kind of just want to use it for that and make him cost seven and then get to smack somebody in the face with a big 8-8. Eight eight. Like, uh, this card seems good. Okay.
0: That's fair. Um, I gave it a two. I don't know. It just seems like it's expecting your... I don't know. It just, it just feels like there's a lot on 100 percent that uh uh what do you call it uh true that uh rush minions are gonna be you're gonna want to have a bunch of rush minions but i don't know it could be a thing so but that's where i'm going with it i see it as a uh as a two
1: all right so our next rare is Snakebite. it's a two mana one one uh with rush it's battle cry is gain plus 1 plus 1 for each minion that um, died this turn. I think that this is a mm, I I misread it originally and so this is a 2 for the way that it is currently like you're relying on so much and I guess it is cheap. So like if you are able to like get a lot of pieces out early then it could be good, but I don't love it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I also gave it a two. I think this is a really good example of like a kind of fringe card where you kind of do have to build your deck in a way where you're going to have a lot of things that are attacking and dying in a turn to get value from this. And it, it does have rush. And, I, you know, I keep saying I want things that impact the board and that's rush. That does impact the board. But it is a little weird because I don't, I'm also not sure if like token, a token style, Uh, demon hunter is going to be all that good or not um but i i think it maybe goes in one deck so fringe
0: yeah i gave same here i gave it a two it just yeah it doesn't seem like that's worth it so yep two for me
1: awesome another one that we all agree on all right so our first common one is guitar soloist it's a five mana four three minion Battlecry, if you control no other minions, draw a spell, a minion, and a weapon. Um, I put this as a two because like, I'm kind of concerned if you have a completely empty board um, when you're able to have five mana um, is my main reasoning behind it.
2: I gave it a one. I absolutely don't like this. I think when I first saw it, I kind of was in that two, like maybe it's a three. And then I kind of went down two. And I'm like, it's just a one. Because if you're, if you control no other minions and you're playing this on curve or later for a four, three body and some draw, that kind of feels bad. Like the stats aren't there. You have to build your deck in a way that maybe you're not running very many minions, but then you're playing this to try to draw a different minion. And like, I don't know. It just, it feels really, really weird. And it just kind of feels like the stats don't make up for the requirements. I gave
0: it a two because I feel like, the, I feel there's got to be some like fringe case for this card that someone's going to want to run it. So I was like, I, I can see someone wanting to, to play this card. Um, So I see it as a two because it's still potentially can draw you three cards. So...
1: All right, so our next common one is a two mana spell, Security. It's summon two one one Illidari with Rush, Outcast. Summon one more. I put this as three. It's inexpensive, like you can have like a few different bodies, which I think is kind of nice. But I definitely don't think it's impressive by any means.
2: I gave it a two. I again, this is one that's like. Some of these, I mean, it's the Rush, at least, so they do impact. But again, I'm not a huge fan of the outcast stuff. So, eh, it's like, okay, you're paying two for 2-2 two, two worth of stats with Rush, and maybe that can help with, like, Divine Shields or other things like that. But I'm just not sure, and I'm not convinced a tokeny style Demon Hunter is going to be all that great right now.
0: Yeah, I see it as a two as well. I just, eh. Doesn't do much for me.
1: Okay, um, so our next one is a uh, Taste of Chaos. It's a one mana, uh, spell. Deal two damage to a minion. Finale, discover fell spell. I put this as a four, um, just because it is so cheap and so you can finale it anywhere. It's gonna happen, and like the discovery effect, I think is always great. So I put it as a four. You know, I also
2: like this one. I have it as a four, uh, but I will say it's it's a little bit weird because, first of all, the damage does have to go to a minion, which is, you know, I like my damage to go face. <laughs> uh, and and the finale with the discover, we're going to talk about several cards about this uh, whole expansion. Finale and then discover feels super weird together. Like, usually you want to do that discover and the drawing and, you know, creating cards or whatever at the beginning of your turn and not at the very end. But because it is one mana, I think it's flexible. And in this four-set meta, you know, there's only going to be you know a select number of fell spells, so it feels like you'll pretty consistently be able to hit a fell spell that you want. Uh, the only downside is fell barrage is leaving, which I think fell barrage would be a huge plus for this card. Uh, but I still think it's pretty solid.
0: I gave it a three because it doesn't go face. It can't go face. If it could go face, then we'd be talking for maybe a five. But since it can't, (laughs) (laughs) it's a three in my book. And that's uh, Demon Hunter. So Dawn, do you want to start out with Druid?
2: Yeah, let's do it. All right. Going into our legendaries first here, we have Rhythm and Roots. It's a four mana nature spell choose one secretly summon three five five ancients in two turns or gain eight eight giants uh in four turns so you're basically your opponent doesn't know which one you picked uh, and you're either going to wait two turns and get three it's kind of like a dormant effect I'm, i'm gonna guess you know in a way they don't know which one is gonna pop up but in terms of you have to wait To be able to have those bodies on the board to buff them or, you know, give them rush or, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do with them. Uh, It is kind of like that dormant effect. But they don't take up board space. Which, at least not till that turn, which is kind of interesting. Um, The ancients don't have any, uh, it's noted here, they don't have like a tribal tag. They don't have like a a minion type on them. Um, It feels kind of weird. It feels a little slow. I will say for me, um, I'm giving it a two. Also, again, you know, these don't have like Rush or even Taunt or like anything to kind of impact immediately. They just kind of appear and then you're like, cool, bodies now that can't do anything. Uh, So I'm giving it a two.
0: I gave it a three just because um, this, it just, it just feels like it might be okay to like get, Two eight eights in four turns, or two five or three five fives in two turns. Like it's a four mana spell. Druid generally has mana to to spare. Um, so I think I see value in it. So, yep, I'm giving it a three.
1: So I gave it a four just because I do think like this investment kind of idea is really a workable one for Druid um, because like that's a those are some big old bodies uh, to have particularly like with the amount of uh, board buff that Druid has so I think it's kind of exciting
2: all right another one where we're all kind of spread out on that (laughs) um okay so let's talk about our other legendary here Zoc Fogsnout it's a seven mana six six Quillbore Battlecry, summon two one, one Quillbore with taunt. And they are improved by your hero attack and armor gained this turn. Uh, so a couple notes. The size of the two bodies improves. You'll always get two of them. It's not like you're going to improve how many taunts you get. Um, there will always be two. Now, the attack and armor has to be gained the turn that you play this. But I will also say... Uh, originally I thought this worked like, let's say you had, we're going to talk about the other couple of minions here soon, but there's some things that can increase your, uh, hero power, either the attack or the armor over the course of the game. Now I thought, let's say if you had a hero power that had been buffed up and you attack, or you hero power two attack and three armor, I thought, okay, two and three is five. So, these go to like five fives, or you would get five five worth of stuff. No, that's not how it works. The attack improves the attack of the minions, and the armor gained improves the health of the minion. So, if you have improved your hero power to be a, like a bunch of armor gain and you haven't buffed it on its attack, and so you do a hero power and you have one hero or one attack for your hero power and like six armor that's the stats that's going to gain one six and I'm like "Mm, I feel like that makes it a lot worse and I don't like that quite as much um so I, I have him as a two I think he feels pretty fringy and it kind of requires you to do a lot um but I think also just realizing that the way that that card actually works and those uh like attack and armor kind of work independently of each other. I just don't like that a lot.
0: Yeah, I gave it a 2 as well. It's just expensive. It just costs a lot to get it done. So it's like what am I what am I giving up? And it's like you really like I don't know, you have to save like all your simple, you know, your um uh like the zero mana plus 2 attack or something like that you know, or in swipe or or not swipe but the plus two attack thing. So like I don't know. It just it feels like a lot of work to not potentially that in you know impressive of a payout. So yeah. I am indifferent. So oh go ahead.
1: Uh yeah, I gave it a two as well. I think like it's a really um hamstring by like, you know, it has to be this turn. If we we're talking about like cumulative, this would be a totally different ball game. But like, it kind of sucks, in my opinion. So it's a two. Yeah, yeah, it does
2: make it a lot trickier since it has to be in one turn. <laughs> um, all right, well, going into our epics here, the first one we have is Free Spirit. It's a one mana, one two, undead and beast with battlecry and death rattle. Your hero power gains one more armor this game. I've, okay. I, I'm i giving it a two. I think it's like, okay. I like that it's a battle cry and a death rattle, at least. Like you get, you know, you can play it and then get it killed off and you get essentially every hero power now for the rest of the game will give you three armor. That seems pretty cool for one card. But also, I just, I feel like it's a little sad and I, I like the other one more. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. That one will add attack, but I'm like, I feel like Druid already has so many different things that give them armor. Like, you want to run this in your deck to get armor that way, like, or the other like million bajillion ways that armor has to get, or that uh, Druid has to get armor. Like, I think you just play that other stuff. Yeah.
0: Um. um... Oh, I, I give it a four. I mean, it's a one-two undead beast. It seems, um, uh easy to uh, trigger. <laughs> it's easy to get done. So, like, I don't know. It feels good to me. Like, it feels like um, you can really um, how do I put it? Just like. <sighs> Hmm, I I don't know. It just it feels like the value off of that minion is pretty immense and it's a early game minion so like I like it. So, but I'm a big value fan. So
1: I actually like it a ton as well. It's um I gave it a 4. Um I think improving armor is great particularly like then your hero power becomes like a viable option in the late game. Like imagine if you've gotten this um off, you know, like you get two of these off, that is four extra armor on your hero power. Like that's for, even when you don't get like the other attack thing off, like this seems kind of great to me. So I give it a four. All right. I, I hope it's as good. I hope it's, mm-hmm. I
2: hope it's better than what I think. Uh, the next one we have is uh, our other epic. It is the instrument weapon for Druid. It is Timber Tambourine a four mana two attack three durability with death rattle, summon one five, five ancient, and then play cards that cost five or more well-equipped to improve. Uh, so the interesting thing about this one is this one does increase the number of minions you get, but they will always be five fives, uh, which is, which is kind of backwards of the L- rhythm and roots legendary one that we talked about, um, or, or the uh, the zoc, where you'll always get two, but then they get bigger in size. This one's like the opposite. Um, so they'll always be 5-5 five, five ancients. But how many are you going to fill up on the board? I don't know. Uh, I think this one's okay, though. I gave it a three. Um, I think there's enough things that cost five or more that you want to play with this. And with the three durability, it gives you a little bit more opportunity to play stuff while you have it equipped Um, even if you have to like use one attack or something uh so it it feels like it's gonna last longer and give you more opportunity to actually build up some some of those five fives yeah i agree and i also gave
0: it a three as well for pretty much all the same reasons
1: uh so i gave it a three as well Um, it definitely seems like something that you would want to use in certain cases um a five five is great like my concern you know why i didn't rank it like uh much higher is that like that's that's a lot and um but there's not going to be like nobody's going to be running specific weapon removal so it is nice how it is a weapon rather than any sort of like minion thing (laughs) but um yeah uh i think it'll be a three that's exciting another one across the board that we all agree on um but uh i do wonder like it is four yeah so it's four mana so you're not going to be having to play anything the same turn and you've got like three three essentially like uh turns to get it off so yeah i think it could be cool uh it's a definitely yeah. three for me i think the cool thing about this
2: one too is it just says play cards that cost five or more it's not like play spells that cost five you know, it's. It has that kind of flexibility too so um well one of those uh higher cost cards is our first rare drum circle it's a seven mana nature spell choose one summon tutu treants or give your minions plus two plus four and taunt woo i like this one i give it a four it it might be better but i like it a lot i think It looks expensive, but I think you're getting value. And, like, even if you're getting the buff, that's potentially a lot of stats. Plus two, plus four, and you're getting taunt is is a lot of stats. And it's a nature spell, and Topior is still going to be a standard. (laughs) I'm going to use Topior a whole bunch. And this, you could, like, play a couple of cheap nature spells and then play this and buff up all those little like rushing whelps that you just put out on the board i don't know it it seems very flexible and i like it a lot um i give it a five this
0: card in my opinion is the definition of the nuts (laughs) um because number one like yes it is a very solid um either board it's a board in a box which druid has been able to build decks around also they still have the uh three four the three mana minion that plays the other effect of a choose one card so on turn 10 you can play this then play that and buff up and have a giant board on for 10 mana and then next turn you can do it again like it's this is I mean token druids going to be a thing because of this deck over this card like 100% this card is nutty like this is like yeah maybe a six.
1: I think for the first time ever I'm like rating something lower than you guys Um, I gave this a three like I really love its effect don't get me wrong seven mana seems kind of expensive. I understand, like Druid has like ways to like really build up and everything, but that's still like seven mana. You know what I mean? But maybe I'm wrong. I'm happy to be proved wrong.
0: I mean, last time they paid eight mana for that, so <laughs> fair
2: enough. I I mean, last time they were paying seven for a bunch of two two whelps with rush, and that's it's not quite as good. Two as, one, uh, Two uh, one two one. What did yeah. I say? Two two. Oops, oh, did I say? Yeah. Oh, did I say 2-2? So, 2-1s. Yeah, 2-1 rushers with, you know, that whelp tag. But, like, it's not quite as good as that. But nothing was going to beat that. That card was mm, freaking nutty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, well, next one here we have is Groovy Cat. This is that attack one uh, that we mentioned earlier. So, it's 2 mana. 2-1 beast with battle cry and death rattle. Your hero power gives your hero one more attack this game i really like this one i'm giving this one a four Uh, i know you, you both rated the other one a four i think this is the four for me i want that attack to be building up i'm like there's so many other things that give you armor i don't really care about it with the uh hero power but attack seems sweet and i think with one health instead of the two health like the other one has this I think can die off a little bit easier as well to trigger that death rattle. Uh, But it's also aggressively statted on its own too. Like with the higher attack, I don't really feel thrilled to be getting a a two, one body for two mana, but you get a really good upside. So I still think it's fantastic. And I like the beast tag on it.
0: Yeah. I give that a four as well. It's, just really good still so (laughs) shocking literally no one giving more attack for the rest of the game we saw ping mage build a deck around it so like and this is a lot simpler and it has a body so yeah i think that speaks for itself
1: i gave it a five i love it i think it's great i think it'll be incredible to play around like with so
2: and great flavor He's a, he's a real chill.
1: Ruby cat. mean <laughs> Yeah,
2: it's it's great. Um, the next one we have here is Summer Flower Child. A five mana, four, five. Battle cry, draw two cards that cost six or more. And finale, they cost one less. So again, this is, as I mentioned with the weapon, this is draw two cards that cost six or more. So you can kind of... You know, build your deck in a way that maybe it's spells, maybe it's minions, maybe it's a combination that you could be drawing. And if you play this on curve, if you draw like a seven and you played this on turn five, you'll get that finale. So then that seven cost will now be six. And now you have a great curve. I, I think this is fantastic. I like this card a lot. I put a four, but honestly, this might be even better. I think this is an absolutely amazing card
0: um so i gave it a um three i mean it's very good it's a four man, a five mana four five um so the the cost is a little high but I-, I think it's i think it has a lot of merit so yeah i gave it a three
1: uh i give it a four i think its effect will be great and i know if we don't typically um talk about this over here but um Summer Flower Child is also very attractive, so just thought I'd get that in there. Sorry to bother you you guys with that.
2: (laughs) Um, If you want more of that, go over to Blizzlet. All right. Well, that is it for the uh, rares. So now we have several commons here. Wow, uncommons. I've been looking at too many other card games. Uh, Our commons here, Harmonic Mood. This is another one of those harmonic and dissonant spells. So it's two mana and give your hero plus two attack this turn. Gain four armor. And then it will swap to that dissonant side, which is give your hero plus four attack this turn and gain two armor. I love this card so much. I gave this a five. Uh, First of all, I think the artwork is fantastic. The first side is like, during the day, and, like, there's, like, a rainbow in the sky, and then the second one is at, like, night, and there's, like, the glow from the moon. It's just... That's fantastic. Um, but also, I think, for the two mana, like, this is your hero power, right? Essentially, instead of spending two mana on a hero power, you spend two mana on this. And whichever side it's on is better than your base hero power. Plus, it works with a lot of the other stuff. So, I don't know. I really, really like this one.
0: I... I think it's really good. I also gave I well I give it a 4. So, um it's cheap, it does something, it's very flexible in your game armor and attack. So, seems very good.
1: I give it a 5. I kind of love it. Um it is really great for how cheap it is and um I think it's also fun with it switching back and forth. All right.
2: And then we have Peaceful Piper, a one mana, one one, choose one, draw a beast, or discover one. Um, I'm only giving this a two. I do think this choose one effect is pretty decent, though. You could probably build your deck in a way where, you know, you only have like a couple of beasts at most. And then you know, at least this effect is, if you did build your deck in a way where you only have a couple of beasts, and maybe you've already drawn them or played them this game, and then you like top deck Piper, you could just discover one instead. It's not just a like battle cry draw beast. Um, so I I think it is better than some other cards we've seen, uh, but I don't think it's going to be played in like every single druid deck. So I went with a two.
0: Um, I gave it a three. It's just, it, it feels like it, it's it got the Discover. It's a one mana, one, one. So it feels like it has a lot of potential, either as a tutor draw effect or a, I need a beast. You know, I need, I need something to do with my mana. It doesn't, it feels like it's never a dead draw, which I think is very important. So like, I see a lot of merit in this card.
1: Yeah, I put it as a three. I think it's great because it's either like early game where you can set up your game plan in a way that you want to or like late game when you're like trying to figure out just, you know, what anything to work. Um, so I think it's kind of good. All right. And then our last one for Druid is
2: Spread the Word, a four mana spell. Draw two cards, costs one less for each attack your hero has. Seems like it's going to be pretty easy to build up your attack with other things and discount this. So uh, this seems pretty great and just super cheap draw. I like it. I'm giving this a four. Also, spread the word and the art is a bird because bird is the word. Bird huh. is in fact the word. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, It's really good. This card is just, whew, I believe the term is straight fire. <laughs>
2: the giga nuts yeah
0: the giga nuts (laughs) straight
2: (laughs) fire Uh, giga nuts
0: (laughs) i gave it honestly i gave it a um uh i gave it a four if like it has so much potential it's so good and um i wish there was um how do I put this? I, I, I wish that it was uh, more cards or kept the effect permanently. And, like gained, you know, per, you know, for this game. But th- so that's why it's not a five in my book.
1: So I gave it a five. I think you guys have hit on all the salient points. I also, in addition to its artwork being a bird, uh, the flavor text, I think it just says bird. Um, and that's great. You know, 10 out of 10. Love that for them. So I give it <laughs> <Bart>. a 5. <laughs> Simple.
0: <laughs>
2: okay. Right. That's so, it for Druid.
0: So, all right. Let's move into Hunter. Okay. And first up with our first legendary is Mr. Mukla. It is a 6 mana 10 tent beast with Rush. Battle cry, fill your opponent's board or fill your opponent's hand with bananas, which are plus one, plus one, one mana spells. Um, I give this a three, it, it you know, fills up your opponent's hand with a buff. So, like, let's be clear about that, it's it is a buff, but um, the the nice thing is that um, uh, You have a 10-10 with Rush that can affect the board immediately, so it feels very solid. So, yep, I gave it a 3.
1: So, I gave it a 5. Like, I know giving your opponent bananas, like, inherently doesn't sound like a negative effect, but, like, they still cost something. So, they aren't getting them out of their hand for free. Um, And I don't think anybody wants to just, like, burn cards... Um, so, I think, honestly, it kind of, well, yes, they are gonna get some things that are buffing, like, I don't think it's ever going to be, um, as negative, like, whereas, like, this, with how many positives there are for this thing. I gave it a four,
2: but honestly, I- I don't know how I did this. I literally reviewed this card the day it came out. I put out a YouTube video. I have already put out my theorycraft video with this card. And I literally just thought about the fact that because the bananas going into your opponent's hand is a battle cry. There's cards that we're going to talk about. If you pull this out of your hand, if you revive it, anything like that, that battle cry is not going off again. So the people that are concerned about giving your opponent bananas, you're only going to do that the time you play it. Oh my gosh, this card's so good. I love it so much. And you know what? Even if you give your opponent bananas, like, there you go. Have the potassium. uh, Burn a card. (laughs) I got a big old 10-10 with rush, and I like it.
0: Yeah. It feels like there's some upside. Now, something that doesn't have upside. Stranglethorn Heart. Or Heart. Excuse me. Ooh, I'm on fire tonight. It's a 10-mana spell. It is tradable. Resurrect. All friendly beasts that cost five or more. I give this a two. It's a 10 mana spell in Hunter that yes, it does in fact resurrect resurrect your good cost beast, but I don't know. This does nothing for me. I, I almost rated it a one.
1: That is so shocking to me because like, this is so powerful in my mind. Um, I did give it a four, but, like, if they're getting to that point, like, their whole board is going to be filled with, like, just ginormously strong beasts. And so this is, the thought of playing against this is terrifying. So, because, like, it's an instant win in my mind, but...
2: I don't know. I have I have that freaking bird is the word stuck in my head. I'm sorry. I just I'm sitting here like bird. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I give this a two as well. Um I, I think it is a little fringy. Like, I don't like you have to build your deck in a way that you're going to be playing and killing off beasts that cost five or more. So it, it's a little specific, right? You're not gonna be playing this in like some face hunter deck Um, And even in those like big beast type decks, it is a single and you will have to get the beasts. There's probably going to be games when we try decks like this that you're going to draw this. Now, the benefit is at least it has tradable. If this didn't have tradable, this would be absolutely awful. But tradable, I think, makes this actually good. Because if you draw it early and you haven't gotten your beasts and that other stuff, you just trade it away. Um, We've seen that they be like a very similar effect with um big spell mage now they had a little bit more because they could also have things that like drew you know the those big spells this doesn't like you don't have anything that's like draw your 10 cost spell or like draw your high cost spell from the deck for hunter like mage did um but i still think there's potential so i gave it a two
0: Okay, then we have our uh, rare. We have Harmonica Soloist. It is a three mana, four, two minion. Battlecry, if you gain, if you, if you control no other minions, discover a, and cast a secret. I give this a four. It's a good, statted minion that has a low requirement of just your board being empty, and then you get another t- secret for free so like i like this a lot so i gave it a four uh
1: so i also gave it a four um i think it's both good if it's battle cry like it's totally usable even if it's battle cry is not able to go off and i like it wait
2: i can't believe that you both also rated this a four Like, I also gave it a four. And I swear that everybody else I talked to about this is like, this is bad. You don't want this. And I'm like, I love it. Like, let's go. (laughs) Discovering a secret. Plus, I think, again, especially, I I feel like I'm rating some of these cards also on the fact that we're going into a four-set meta. And the secrets, uh, I don't think that Snake Trap is all that great of a secret. But guess what? That's leaving. And we're getting two much better secrets into core, And I think the fact that you discover and then it also plays it for you, like this card seems so great. Maybe you're not playing this in every single hunter deck. Like you probably don't want to play this in an aggressive, like low curve face deck because you're never going to have no other minions on the board, right? But I think in a lot of other cases, this is great. I'm going to be trying this in like a big beast hunter uh, just to kind of help me, like, <laughs> you know, get get something and, and stall the game a bit to get to that big beast package. I think this is sweet.
0: Okay, then we move on to the instrument we- weapon, Jungle Jammer. It is a 4-mana, four 4-2 four weapon. death Deathrattle, summon a random one-cost beast. Uh, cast spells well equipped to improve. Uh, cost of the single summon beast improves, so... I give this a three it's a uh I mean it's better than eagle horn bone in in my opinion (laughs) and I feel like this is a really really solid weapon that even if you don't cast a spell while it's equipped it's still a um four two weapon which is very good for four so yeah
1: so I gave it a three uh you're right. It's just, it's solid. It'll definitely see some play in some things. And, um, you know, like you're not going to build a deck around it probably, but it's pretty good.
2: I also gave it a three. I, I have heard of some people thinking that maybe you can really improve this quite a bit. Uh, there's still some some cards even in this set that we're going to be talking about uh, that are kind of cheap and that you can play repetitively that you probably could do, but also... I don't know, like I I'm really unsure of how effective some of these will be because you have to have them equipped to improve. I think it's a cool mechanic, but I don't think you're gonna get like some nutty, you know, you're not gonna be summoning a eight cost, nine cost, ten cost thing, right? Like you're pro- it's probably just gonna be kind of like an average minion, I would guess. Three, four, five. And but if you just equip this to buff it up and get like delayed value later you also don't get to attack with this so i don't know if i see that kind of hunter being a thing uh and you only get that effect once so like i'd rather just equip this attack deal that damage and then get some like you know two cost beast as like a bonus yeah
0: exactly that's why i gave it a three because it's like yeah that's yeah exactly that's legit Okay, then we have, uh, as we move into rare, we have Banjosaur. It is a 10 mana 5-6 rush. Whenever this attacks, draw a beast and gain its stats. Uh, It's a 10 mana rushing 5-6 that draws a beast. I think this is awful, so I gave it a 2.
1: Okay, you're right, but I love him. So I gave him a four because he's so ridiculous looking. Uh his like in real life with physics, his head would make his entire body topple over. And I love that for him. Um, so he gets a four. He would fall over. I love that
2: for him. You would love that he would just fall over.
1: Oh. He's, he's gonna be oh, like wagging his like little arms. He's got nowhere to go.
2: <laughs> poor Pantrosaur. I, I mean, I also gave it a two, but I also love it. So I don't know. I, I think this is going to be really cool Uh, with, we're going to, again, like I keep saying, like, we're going to talk about it. There's a, there's a spell that can pull the biggest thing out of your hand. And again, with the rush, it impacts the board immediately. So if you do get to just pull this out of your hand, you can rush and you don't have to pay the, I don't think you're ever paying the 10 mana for this. If you have to pay the 10 mana for this, it's going to feel awful and you don't want to do that. Uh that that's that's terrible. We we don't want to do that. But I I like that it impacts the board, you draw and you gain some stats. Uh to me this kind of feels like another warlock one. Uh no, it's a neutral but played in warlock. This kind of feels like the maybe slightly worse cuz it's rush and lower stats, but um oh gosh, I cannot think of what it's called. The behemoth thing that had taunt and then the death rattle and it draws you an undead from your deck. That's yeah. That's just a, that's a, um, someone's a copy and draws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But that's a, uh, neutral.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said neutral, but it's played in warlock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like, it's slightly worse than that, but that's kind of the similar feel I think. And that's why I'm giving it a two. I think there will be like a, deck for it, but I, I want it to be good.
0: Okay, up next we have a two-mana spell, Barrel of Monkeys. Summon a 1-4 Monkey with Taunt. Three monkeys left, so you cast you can cast it three times to summon a 1-4 with Taunt. Um, I give this a three. Like I feel like there's a lot of flexibility on this card. You get three Taunts out of it. It just... I don't know, it feels flexible and I think it'll be decent, so I give it a three.
1: I gave it a two. I guess I don't necessarily think it's like that bad, but um it's not exciting. Like I can definitely see its purpose sometimes, but meh. Yeah, I'm I'm not super excited
2: about getting the uh, one four taunt. Like eh. uh I gave this a one. <laughs> just like meh, I don't know okay maybe that's it's fair. better than that but I will say this one and the other one that we're going to talk about the uh every time you play it like then it goes back to your hand and it'll say two monkeys left and then you play that one and it'll be one monkey left this one and the other one each of those three cards has different art so like this one there's like it's a barrel of monkeys and there's three monkeys sitting there and then on the one that says two monkeys left there's only two monkeys and then on the last spell, is only one little monkey, like, and he's so cute. And he's like, oh, like in the middle of the barrel or something. And he's adorable. So I do really, really like the artwork and that it changes. That's cool.
0: Okay. That is fun. All right. Then we have Big Dreams, which, in my opinion, is what this card is in the pipe. Big Dreams. <laughs> It's a five-mana spell. Summon the highest-cost beast from your hand. It goes dormant for two turns. Uh, Five mana to do nothing. Five mana to do... Let me repeat. Five mana to do nothing. I almost gave this a one, but people are going to try this in the big beast deck. Um, So, yeah. I gave it a two. Five mana, do nothing.
1: So i gave it a three like i can definitely see the allure of it but um it's not like druid where like investing a lot is like a good decision this is so expensive for hunter who has like a billion active things that they could be doing with that five mana all right
2: all right hear me out hear me out you play big dreams and then you pull the banjo sore out of your hand and then you rush into something and then you draw your like King crush. And then all of a sudden you have a huge banjo sore. And then if they kill it off, you can bring it back later with the stranglethorn hearts. <sighs> it is a big dream. It's a, this is a two because I think there might be a possibility. I want it to work so badly though. Uh Also like, uh, Uh, Ron Mexico pointed out this is a card that's made for me because I'm always talking about how like I have all these like big dreams these big like grandiose plans and for like two years on my Twitter account it was like my name and then in all caps big dreams like I had that on my Twitter for like two years and I love Hunter like Hunter's my favorite class so I'm gonna say that this card was literally designed for me and like Mm -hmm. about me so I like it more (laughs)
0: I I think it was designed for you, so that's to be fair. That I feel that's very accurate. <laughs> I've
2: got to make it work.
0: Okay, all right. So we'll, then we'll move on to our commons. We have Aerosmith first. Yeah, get it. <laughs> uh, um, it's a two mana two three naga. After you cast a spell, deal one damage to the lowest health minion, um, lowest health enemy. So, uh, excuse me for misspeaking. So this can hit face. If there's nothing on the board, this can hit face. Um, so I like this a lot. I think this is a, a very solid, um, ability. Like it just, it feels like, um, it can do a lot, especially with like barrel of monkeys or a bunch of bananas, which we'll talk about here. So, um, it seems solid so I gave it a 3.
1: I also gave it a 3. I think it's really nice um with like the amount of stuff. It's also a good body if you wanted to play it on like turn 2, but like if you keep it for later where you can like keep um pinging out like a lot of spells. Yeah, I can really see its appeal in a few different settings. I gave it a 2.
2: I don't like it as much um just because I'm I'm even imagining like if they have like you just mentioned like the monkeys, right? If your opponent even has a single one four out on the board, this has to hit all of those first, and it's only one. I don't think it's quite as like impactful as maybe a fell barrage. Uh, and then you have to play multiple spells. I think this could be pretty sweet in like a, a super low curve, like aggressive, like Lady Steno deck, or you could probably even put this into like a quest hunter deck. But quest lines are leaving, so then it makes me sad. So I just went with a two.
0: Okay, then we have a bunch of bananas. One mana, give a minion plus one plus one. three bananas left. And as we described it earlier, goes to two bananas, one banana. I give this a three. It's It's a, it's a flexible plus one plus one. So like you can put it over a bunch of different things. So I think this is really solid. It just it feels good um so yeah (laughs) um i gave it a three
1: okay so i gave it a five maybe it's not worth that much i kind of like its effect i also think it's like nice how it's like a permanent echo essentially um and i think it could be fun and uh yeah i'm gonna split the difference i gave it a four
2: like this one a lot. I think it's pretty versatile. You could run this in like an aggressive uh, hunter deck, you know, like a face hunters type deck where you want to buff up and, and do things. You could run it with that arrowsmith that we just talked about to get repetitive, you know, cheap spells. You could run it in you know, honestly even some sort of mid range or even like a big beast hunter just to help like buff up some of your kind of earlier game things and try to make value trades or stall and It's only one card, but you're going to get essentially plus three, plus three out of it that you can split up however you want over multiple turns even. So it just seems so, so flexible. I think that's a great like Hunter and Paladin would be the two classes I think that would really benefit from cards like this. So I think it's it's really good here. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, and then last we have Thornmantle Musician. It's a one-mana, one-three Quillbore finale. The next beast you summon gets plus one, plus one. I give this a three. It's a one-mana, one-three that has a finale that is very easy to hit, and it's good, and it's a one-mana, one-three, so I like it.
1: I also gave it a three, um kind of for the same reasons that you listed off, Cat. And also with it being one cost, it's going to be so easy to get the finale if you want that effect. But, you know, it's still just like a good little guy. Threes
2: across the board. It's a three from me as well. Yep, I like this one a lot. Uh, It seems pretty good. It can probably fit into a couple different, uh, you know, different decks. I mean, honestly, I might even bump this up to a four. I like the fact that it says the next beast you summon. So it's like, you don't even have to play the beast. You know, if you summon something, maybe with the weapon that we were talking about, right? Like you summon the weapon with the death rattle uh, and you get some random beast and then you get a plus one, plus one on it as well because of this. Uh, it just, it seems really great. And one mana, one threes are sweet, especially at the four set meta, the first expansion of the year.
1: All right. So are we ready to go on to mage? Um, All right, so our first one, our legendary, is DJ Mana Storm. He's a 10-mana, 8-8, battle cry. So the cost of the spells in your hand is zero. After you cast one, the others cost one more. Um, And its effect persists, like, multiple turns. Maybe this isn't worth the rating, I'm going to give it. But have you guys seen the animation for, like, when he shows up on the board? It's amazing. Even if his, like, music is, like mario sounding and probably should be like dubstep
2: <laughs> that's besides
1: the point it's amazing i love him so much i gave him a six whoa
2: <laughs> oh my god okay well i kind of went on the other end uh i gave him a two <laughs> um i i think it's really cool that the effect persists like especially a 10 mana right you wouldn't want to be like set everything to zero this turn and be like okay cool i get like one spell like it, you know. You're you want something for the payoff, Um but you know if you have things like you play something for zero, and then your next things cost one more. So then the next thing you play is gonna cost one, and then everything you know then will cost two. And like that sounds like it potentially could be a lot of value, but it's also a crap ton of setup. Like you have to build your deck a certain way, or try to generate spells in your hand. You. Basically, the turn you do this, you're playing this, and then you're hoping that something you have in your hand is also impactful, that you can play for zero uh, that same turn. I, I don't think this is quite the same effect and is not quite good enough, like, compared to the big spell mage stuff that we've had before that, you know, like you play sorceress on turn six or something, and then you get ideally a, a zero mana or, you know, two mana mana big spell and then you can cast that for super cheap but i don't think this is quite there
0: i agree i gave it a two it just it's a 10 mana 8 8 i don't care about the effect like it just doesn't do enough for me to like really even consider it so it's a two in my book
1: well there had to be one where it's just like wildly (laughs) out in like left field but it was exciting yeah all right so um our next one is the legendary spell, infin- infinitize the maxitude. Jeez, that's gonna be hard to say. It's a two mana discover a spell. Finale, return this uh, to your hand at the end. I gave this a five. Discovery is such a strong concept. Two isn't that much, and two is you're also gonna be able to use it as a finale a bunch if you like if that is your plan. So I like it a lot.
2: Yeah, I gave it a three. I think it's pretty decent. You know, if you don't play it as a finale, you still get to discover. So if you're playing this late game, and you're trying to like discover a lethal potential, you don't need to necessarily worry about the finale. Or, you know, if you're like, I just need to discover something, I can't afford to to wait till the end of my turn, because like, I got to try to find something to play now so I don't die or whatever it is. it, It seems like a good option. Uh, the finale seems great you can get this back and yeah that's a really difficult name I keep wanting to try to call it infinitize the manitude and I'm like that's not right
0: <laughs> uh I also I gave it a four too so like I, I just think it's good it just hits all the right notes so yep a four for me all
1: right so our next step one is uh an epic holo technician it's a three mana three four minion after any minion takes exactly what damage exactly one damage destroy it i put this as three i really think this is going to be really great it's um phenomenal for like if you just need to like clear out a giant minion and you've you've got your hero power so you're always going to be able to do like one damage to something and so it's basically like for five mana you've got a clear any minion you want Almost, unless it's got like Divine Shield, but barring that. jagger. Nope. Sorry.
2: Okay. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't unmuted. Uh, I gave it a two. I I think it's okay. Like you can get some use out of it. Um I cannot remember the name again for some reason. The Dominion the Reckless Apprentice. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I was like, I just did this. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad Reckless Apprentice is leaving because this would be gross. Absolutely gross with that. Um, I don't really know if it's going to get much use without something like Reckless Apprentice or some other, like, you know, ping effect. Um, Kind of like... How Quest Hunter uh, started using, like, urchin spines and then little things that, you know, like the arrow that deals three to enemies. Okay, something like that, maybe, you could use with this, but right now I don't see it.
0: Um, I gave it a three. Just, I feel like it has, um, it has some potential, so, um... I don't know exactly what it's going to be but it just that's a very good effect and at least for five mana you can clear at least one minion so like that seems pretty good regardless so i i think it's a solid addition
1: okay so our next um epic one is a four mana spell volume up draw three spells Finale, discover a copy of one. I gave this a five. I love this. This is a perfect setup for, like, DJ Manastorm. Um, filling your hand up with, like, the spells that you've already decided are important. Like, this is just good draw in general. But, like, then to also discover a copy of one that's, like, super powerful. I love it. Um, I gave it
2: a four, but it might be might be a five. Like, yeah, it, it is good. And... You know, draw in general is usually pretty good, but also typically drawing specific things is usually even better. This has a draw specific things plus potential upside, and it's an arcane spell. So, you know, if there is some sort of like synergies with arcane stuff, you potentially could do this again. In, I, I think this is flexible enough. You could use it in like a kind of lower curve, more aggressive like arcane spell thing, where you're drawing cheap stuff, you know, to try to repeat and do damage. Maybe if there's some other things later that's like big spell magey, you you can draw things. But this seems pretty good.
0: Yeah, I have it as a four as well. It <laughs> it just draws i can't add any more to what you've already said it's pretty good (laughs)
1: so much draw yeah amazing all right so our next one we're moving into the now i'm almost about to say uncommon our rare ones Um, (laughs) a weapon it's two mana zero three after you cast a spell summon an elemental with stats equal to its cost lose one durability i put this as two i don't necessarily like hate its effect but like elemental mage is not something and I've like played a lot of mage in like the last little bit so not something I've really done a lot with yeah I gave it a 2 as well it's like this feels like
2: it has a potential but I feel like a lot of the really good like support for big spell mage where you'd want to be playing like big cost you know heavy cost spells to put big elementals on the board Like, a lot of that package is rotating out of standard. And then at the same time, you're like, okay, it has zero attack. And, yeah, what the crap am I doing with elementals? So, like, uh, I don't really see it right now. This needs some other support thing or, like, some reason for it to be summoning elementals. So, I gave it a two. I gave
0: it a three just because it feels like you can equip it on turn, um two and then like cast arcane intellect on turn three and then you have a three three that comes along with it and like fire sale or something you know a four costs you know volume up on turn four and then you got a four four on top of it so like i feel like there's a place for this card because it gives you the ability to d- use some of the utility that mage has with some additional upside so i give yeah, it a three i guess
2: like like just tempo alongside what you're already doing yeah that I could see
1: that all right so our next one is uh light show it's a three mana spell it is shoot two beams at enemies that deal two damage shoot one more for each light show that you've cast this game I give this a three I think it's solid it's kind of expensive to like keep getting things you know, it's not one of those things where you, like, pop off one turn after you've discovered, like, 8 billion of them. But I kind of like it.
2: I gave it a 2 because I kind of see this in, like, a light show or arcane-style deck and probably not in, like, a bunch of other mage decks. Um, this might be something that, like, other mage decks potentially just are happy to discover and deal some extra stuff. But I don't think they played on the deck. Uh, but... I think with things like, I've seen a lot of people theory crafting and um, pairing this with, like, uh, Magister's Apprentice. Is that what it is? the Your arcane spells cost one less um, to make this a little yeah. cheaper. You know, and lots of stuff to, like, Savara to be able to get extra copies. And the uh, rewind that we're going to talk about next to discover another copy of it and, and so on. I, there could be something there, but that feels a little fringy. So I'm going to call it a two.
0: I gave it a three because it says enemies, not enemy minions, enemies. So this hits good, phase. Yeah, true. So I give it a three.
1: Great. I kind of love it. Um, So our next one is a rare two mana spell. Rewind. Discover a copy of another spell that you've cast this game. I give this a four. Um, Discovering spells that you know you've already liked is, I think, really a good effect for Mage. And, um, it's not terribly expensive. I kind of like it. I give it a three.
2: I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, seem, seems pretty good. I'm not sure how many mage decks want to use this or not, uh, but we'll see. I, I think it's solid, though.
0: I give it a three as well.
1: Excellent. All right, so moving on to our common cards, we've got a three mana uh, four three audio splitter, minion. Um, death rattle copy the highest spell in your hand. I give this a four. I once again, I love the effect of like doing spells you know you already like.
2: I gave um, this one a three, yeah. but
1: uh, cause okay,
2: so like I don't like that it's a death rattle. I want it to be a battle cry because I'm greedy and like I want my effects now. <laughs> but I will say that I feel like I did not like the, oh gosh what was it? it's the the three2 mech, I think it was like the last set. That has the the death rattle. Oh, the arcane bolts.
0: Yeah, the arcane. Yeah, yeah. put the
2: arcane. And I rated that one pretty lowly, like for the same. I was like, no, it's not that good. Death rattle. Like, meh. Who wants this? And that has turned out to be pretty good. So I bumped this one up to a three. I was like, no, I'm not gonna give this a two. (laughs) We'll see. Plus, I think there's value in it as long as you have like a spell in your hand, even if it's a three cost spell. You're gonna copy a three cost spell, and you're gonna. you know get value off of whatever it is so yeah if you're maybe you're not getting as much value if your hand is full of just like randomly generated stuff but if you're building your deck and playing this in a deck where you're having your certain spells this seems great
0: okay i gave this a two i just uh, uh the other arc splitter was good like but this i don't know it's it's determinant on what's in your hand and that seems okay but fringy so it's a two for me
1: that's fair. totally fair all right so now we've got keyboard soloist it's a four mana two four uh, battle cry if you control no other minions summon two one two amps with spell damage plus one I gave this a four. I like spreading out your spell damage potential because, like, you know, um, well, there's, like, likelihood to get, like, clear somewhat, like, it gives you just more opportunities to keep a little bit. Uh, spell damage is great in the, like, you know, with the arcane bolts that we have and potentially the um, uh, uh, light show. So I think it's nice.
2: I gave it a two. Uh, I'm not super hyped on it. Uh, I don't like the cost and the requirement of having no other minions. I feel like I would want to see one or the other. Like, if this was just four mana, two, four, battle cry, summon two, one twos with spell damage, I think that would be pretty sweet. But the fact that it's kind of costly and you have to have no other minions feels a little bad to me.
0: Um, you know, I... It's not the most absurd place to be in with a mage and have to get plus two spell damage over two bodies. So I give it a four. I think this is pretty good, but I will admit I could be wrong on this one.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is a Naga as well. And I think mage for sure, like the Naga and spell like synergies between those two is definitely like mage is the place for that. So you know I think in a class like if this were just a card mage would be the fit for this
1: and also the um keyboard amplifier like little guys are mechs which is kind of I think like a nice thing because mech is the other one unlike the next one our last mage card which mm, don't love uh synthesize one mana add a random one two and three cost elemental to your hand I gave this a two I cannot begin to describe how much I do not understand this elemental mage. This will be my vendetta. I will ha- happily be very wrong, but it just makes no sense to me. Like mech mage, hundred percent. Like naga mage, sure. Elemental mage, what are you on about? So that's my. It's, it's coming back.
2: Ride. There, there used to be a like elemental mage like way back uh, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, it's not really been a thing for a while, but. I actually kind of like this one. I'm giving this a three. I like that for just one mana, you get three different elementals. You do have to play them. But again, I think right now, going into the four set meta, this seems good. There's going to be less elementals. So ideally, you're going to get better ones. I think we have some pretty decent elementals coming into the core set. And I just I I think it's okay. I don't really know what mage wants to play this right now though. Uh, This doesn't have like it's not an arcane spell you know it's not anything like that but maybe this is just like a cheap thing that you play to say you played a spell when you have a Naga in hand. I don't know. (laughs) Like, It does feel weird. I I like it. uh, Let's say this. I like this card in a vacuum. Just like looking at it on its own I think there's really cool value In with everything else, I don't know where it goes.
0: Yeah, that's why I gave it a two. I just feel like its value, it gives you a couple of minions to play around with. I just don't think it has a lot of upside the further it goes into its lifespan. So, yeah, I'm sticking with the two on this one. All right. Last Mm -hmm. class.
2: All right hey paladin i'm so yeah. excited for paladin okay all right this is my other favorite class all right let's go just go dancing with paladin we have kangor dancing king a five mana three three with lifesteal and death rattle swap this with a minion from your hand and give it lifesteal so this dies it basically puts a minion from your hand onto the board and giving it lifesteal and then this goes back to your hand. So then it would repeat. You could play this again and then if your opponent kills it or die, you you trade it off, it dies. It goes back to your hand and puts something out with lifesteal and then you can play this again. I like the flavor. That's kind of it. <laughs> it's a, I've given it a two. Like, I think it's cool, but Also, I don't really know. Like, if you're swapping this with a minion from your hand, you probably want to be swapping with a minion that doesn't have a battle cry effect or a finale effect that you want to play, right? Like, so you kind of have to build your deck a certain way or it's got to be some huge body or even medium-sized body that you want lifesteal or something like, and then do you want to pay five every time that you want to get this out? Like, it just feels really wonky. So I don't know.
0: I also gave it a two. (laughs) It just does nothing for me. It just does not feel like it is anywhere near good enough to be included. So yeah, I gave it a two.
1: So I gave it a three. Like you're only ever going to be able to play this in like giant Paladin, which I really haven't seen a ton. I do like it because it reminds me of ABBA and ABBA is one of the loves of my life. So, you know that's it that's fair there you go i i feel like
2: this poor guy is dancing everybody else off the dance floor though uh sadly (laughs) so we'll go to one of the greatest cards though uh starlight groove is our legendary spell it's a three mana holy spell give your hero divine shield for the rest of the game playing a holy spell refreshes it uh, yes four maybe a five maybe six i love this <laughs> i put it as a four because like i don't think this gets nerfed but holy crap like this is the first time we've seen heroes have divine shield which feels sweet but holy spells refreshing that divine shield and there's some potential combos and uses Like, this seems so sweet i love this
0: Yeah, it seems very good. It seems very good. So I gave it a four.
1: Uh, Honestly, to me, this is either a five or six. Uh, Particularly, like, being able to refresh Divine Shield is such a strong power. Um, So I think it'll be great. Yeah. Uh, The the big problem I have with it
2: is you're going to have to make sure you actually draw it. (laughs) And then... You know, be able to like play your other stuff. If this is in the bottom of the deck, it's gonna feel so bad. Be be crying. Be like, oh, I need my divine shield. Uh, what? How about this? Not only will you be crying if your Starlight Groove is in the bottom, but you're gonna be really freaking annoyed if your opponent plays Annoyo Troop, and it is a nine mana three six mech with taunt and divine shield and Death Rattle, summon three one one mechs with taunt and divine shield, which are the Annoyotrons. Trons. So this kind of has a similar feel of, like, the the Void Lord. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's kind of the comparison, right? The nine mana uh, that has Taunt and then spawns three things. Uh, I feel like this is more obnoxious because of those Divine Shields. Uh, so it's kind of like Divine shield instead of the extra health. Um, but it also feels really slow to me. And the nine mana for a three six... Mm, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced on this one, so I'm giving it a two.
0: Yeah, I have it as a two because the wa- the reason why Voidgord was good was because there was ways to cheat it out and bring it back. That's not something you can do in Paladin right now, and it's a three-six, not I, a three-nine. So.
2: I guess. can Gore, <laughs> but like... Yeah.
0: Eh. Yeah, so. that requires you running kangor. so
1: <laughs> i gave it a four not because i'm ever planning on playing it but because like i know how an irritating playing just against regular annoyatron is and so like you just keep spawning that up all over the place then you're having to like deal with these like itty bitty pieces like when you probably by this point in the game like just want your giant guys to hit him in the face so yeah yeah
2: uh, when Kazakasan was popular, right? The 88 dragon and you got the discover things and everyone was playing the stupid... Fill your board with annoyos. That drove me absolutely bonkers. And this kind of has a similar feel. So if this becomes a thing and people are playing this against me, I'm going to be like, mm, like I want my aggro deck to be hitting you in the face. <laughs> Not doing this. Uh, but let's get into our other epic here. We have Spotlight. It's a two mana holy spell, tradable and converts a friendly divine shield into a five five elemental so it removes the divine shield and then creates the minion. It's targeted, so like you get to pick which friendly divine shield gets turned into a 5-5. This is also a cheap holy spell, so hello, if you have already played the Groove, the starlight Groove, and your hero has a divine shield, you could target your hero, remove the divine shield, and summon a 5-5. And then, because this is a holy spell, it would refresh that divine shield. Whew! Whew! Huh. And it's tradable. This is amazing. This is a five. I kind of want to put this to a six. Like, I think this is one of the absolute best cards in the expansion. This is so good.
0: Um, I mean, it seems, hey, I'm not saying it's not good. I don't know that it's five good in my mind, but I gave it a three. It seems incredibly solid.
1: So I gave it a four. Um, Like, I really do think that this is going to be incredible with that other spell, so... I love it. A four. All right. And then
2: moving into our rares, we have another harmonic spell. So this is one of those that has a harmonic and a dissonant. Uh, It's a five mana holy spell. Discover a five cost minion. Summon it with plus one, plus one. And then the dissonant is dissonant disco. Five mana holy spell. Discover a one cost minion. Summon it with five, five. Plus five, plus five. Uh this is probably one of my least favorite harmonic of the harmonic spells. I don't really know. I mean, I guess like you're getting to discover the thing. So that that's kind of helpful. It's not just creating a random thing. But I don't really know if I want to be paying 5 mana to do this. Uh so it just feels a little weird. Uh so I give it a 2. Like I think it can fit somewhere, but This is not, like, a a standout card to me.
0: Yeah, I gave it a two as well. Pretty much, it's, I don't know. It doesn't do much for me.
1: I gave it a three. It is expensive for what it's doing. I do still like the harmonic spells. You can include this both in, like, when you want, like, itty-bitty guys or big guys. But, yeah, not great.
2: All right, the next one we have is Jitterbug, a four-mana four three beast with divine shield and after a friendly character loses divine shield draw a card i also love this card i'm giving this a four i mean this is it's a decent stat like statted body on its own it has divine shield and then it specifically states any friendly character so also if your hero has that divine shield and your hero loses the divine shield you draw a card it has divine shield on its own so you Pretty much unless your opponent like just destroys this somehow without removing the divine shield, you're pretty much guaranteed to at least get a single card draw at minimum. Uh, and it has a beast tag, so I think there's a lot of like menagerie synergies and stuff in this expansion um, that can benefit from this as well. So I, I think this is sweet.
0: I give it a four. <laughs> it's got a divine shield. It draws like unless you silence it, it draws at least one card. Seems very good.
1: I also gave it a four. Yeah, that's a strong effect when you already have like a lot of divine shields and a lot of different ways to get them. I think it's kind of great.
2: All right. And then our last rare is Lead Dancer, a six mana, four, two. Death Rattle, summon a minion from your deck with less attack than this minion. Uh, okay. Okay. I give it a two. That's just, it's like so weird. It's expensive and it's understated. I guess you want it to be cheaper, like health, because you want it to die off. But also at the same time, you can only really get certain minions unless you somehow buff this first um, or buff it on the board and then kill it off. I've heard people talking about playing this and since it has four attack you could maybe pull your annoyo troop or like the Cangor, because they only have three attack but i don't know it just it feels really wonky and i think even in a deck that you do get that to work that's pretty fringe so (laughs) i'm saying it's a two
0: i am also saying it's a two (laughs) it's just it's very fringy and weird and i don't like it
1: Well, it's swept twos because I gave it a two as well. Uh, Yeah, it's not great. All right. I mean,
2: I will say on this one, at least it is a death rattle. I like that. Some of the other ones, I'm like, I want it to be a battle cry. This one, I want to be a death rattle. Uh, Because then at least you have the chance maybe of playing it and then buffing it. But all right, let's get into our commons. We have Boogie Down, a three mana holy spell. Summon two one-cost minions from your deck. Finale, give them taunt. Uh, I'm putting this as a two. I don't really, like, even getting the taunt, which I think normally would feel like an upside, to me this just feels a little weird. Uh, Paying three to get two one-cost things is a little expensive. It is a holy spell, so maybe if I'm, like, doing the give my hero divine shield, I can refresh it. Uh, I don't know There, there are some decent one costs that you could pull you know some that have like deal damage to yourself when you play it or some other things like that that you get a benefit of just pulling straight from the deck but I don't know it just feels a little clunky
0: yeah I gave it but I gave it a three just because it's got a potential on curve and maybe that's me stretching but yeah I've got it as a three.
1: I gave it a two. Um, like, I just, it's an okay effect. And I also think the getting the finale to exactly line up being costing three, like, unless it's on curve, it's going to be kind of, like, finicky.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into Disco Mall. It is a two mana, two attack, two durability weapon. Death Rattle, give a random friendly minion plus one, plus one. And you have to play minions while this is equipped to improve it. Now, it will improve by plus one, plus one for each minion you play. So it's, you know, you play a minion and then it'll be give a random friendly minion plus two, plus two. Uh, You know, and it will keep scaling like that. Uh, It is a random minion when that death rattle goes off. Uh, And, you know, if you're playing minions and then attacking and, and triggering the death rattle here, you could... Just buff something that you played. And there's not necessarily a ton of rush for Paladin or things like that. But buffing a Divine Shield seems pretty sweet. Uh, I still like this a lot, though. I I am really hyped for this, uh, so I gave it a four.
0: I also gave it a four. (laughs) That is just a very strong ability. And it seems like... um... It's you're going to be able to get a lot of use out of this. It's it's just, and you get to choose when it pops and everything. So like, it just seems stupid good in my book. So yeah, I like it a lot.
1: So I only gave it a three. I think you guys have like really good salient points. Um, My thinking was like, you're having to like play a lot of like little bits and pieces guys when this is a inexpensive weapon, but you know, maybe it will be great.
2: I'm hoping you can pull off, because it's a death rattle, I'm hoping you can pull off, like, play stuff, play stuff, play stuff, or, you know, however you want, and then trade things in before you trigger the death rattle is, like, what I'm, you know, hoping for. Uh, So you can kind of get a better opportunity of what you want to hit with the buff. But we'll see how it actually works in practice. Um, But our last one here... He is the classiest Murloc around, I have to say. We have Funk Finn. He's a 3-mana, 2-2 two, two Murloc with Divine Shield and your minions with Divine Shield have plus 2 attack. So, if your hero has Divine Shield, you're not getting plus 2 attack on your hero. Uh, which, I say why not? Why not? Like, let's do it. Uh, we had Cariel. I, I, think, I think this could just say your friendly characters with divine shield like let's just give our hero added attack it's fine uh but even without that i still think this is pretty sweet i'm giving this a four
0: i give it a three it i mean it's good it's just i don't know you have to keep it around which i don't know if it's the worst thing in the world but yeah i don't love everything about it but it still seems very good so yep a three for me
1: I gave it a five. I know I'm probably overranking it, but he's adorable. So, and I do kind of like the effect. And like, if you get like the little bit and piece out, um, guys that have like divine shield, he's kind of great. So.
0: Okay. That's it for us. That's six classes. Next week, we will pick up with priest and go through warrior and then do uncommon or, um, Neutrals. Neutrals. I I said (laughs) on Commons, too. Um, I
2: just started it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So we'll move to uh, um, Neutral Cards next week. So that will be the main point of next week's show um, is those last five. And we will pick up where we left off. So you can email the show or you can find the show. wait.
2: What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also in... We have this week and then next week, and then we have our episode 200. Yes. yay! yay. Uh, we, we talked about, I think we're going to be aiming to do that episode 200 live mm-hmm. uh, that night on, what is that, Tuesday, the April 18th? 18th? Yeah. Yes. Um, so please, everybody be aware. Uh, we also, I've, you know, kind of put it in the Discord and we've tweeted, uh, but hopefully you can hear it here as well. Uh, If you want to reach out, you can send it. I mean, honestly, send it to any of us. But, you know, as long as I get it, I'll probably do the editing stuff. Um, But if you can send in some sort of, even if it's just a typed message, if you want to do audio or a video or anything like that, uh, just some words of like celebration or congratulations or like anything like that that you want to share. Uh, for us to celebrate hitting episode 200, we would absolutely love to get those uh, and put together a little little thing to share with everybody t- during that episode. So, thank you all for being here and and supporting us through that many shows.
0: Yeah, it's really crazy to to think that we're about to hit 200, which is just nutty to me. And I didn't think when I like. I didn't know how long the show was going to go when I started it. So, you know, I am very, very proud of what we've done as a team. And I feel lucky to have the co hosts that I do with this show. So, um, so speaking on that, let's continue on with our wrap-up segment of the show. You can find the show on Twitter at dr 3 HS. Um email the show at dr 3 hs at gmail.com and follow our top pin tweet and that will take you to the Dr. 3 Discord. You can find myself on Twitter at Alkaline underscore cat K-A-T. And you can find um uh on me on Twitch on twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat. I don't have it up in front of me, so my mind's spaced a little bit. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> Dragon okay. Rider. I know. We're, we're not doing our normal show, so we don't have show notes. We just have our ratings. Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter. That's Donnie DK, D A W N I E D K. You can find me on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. Dragon Rider TCCG. And,. You know, maybe talking other games that actually do have uncommon cards. Uh, for some reason, my brain was like, Ugh, "Let's talk about that." Uh, you can actually hear me talking about those things on TCCG Roundtable every week, uh, which I've also been live streaming on my Twitch and YouTube, and then we put out for audio as
1: well. Okay, so you can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms, and also on Blizzlet.
0: Awesome. So thank you guys for tuning in to our extra long episode um, and stay tuned for next week where we'll bring you part two of the Dr. Three Festival of Legends set review. And thank you for tuning in. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three.
2: I don't know if we had a lot of cards that we agreed on
1: or not. Uh, We'll see how the other half goes. Boom.